Welcome everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. I'm Virginia Parsons, your host, and it really is my passion to help provide you with a goldmine of inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswoman in the know. And I have such an amazing lady here for us today. We're going to be talking about the three biggest mistakes that even smart women make when considering a career change with my very special guest, Jeannie Lyons. So I wanna thank you all for being here because I know your time is valuable. And I know when you take the time to learn from all the great women that I interview, that you are going to start lifting your business to a whole new level. So thank you for being here. We'd love to hear where you're viewing from and feel free to put any comments or reactions or responses to what you're learning. Just go ahead and leave those with us. We'll look forward to seeing and hearing what you have to say and definitely will be responding to all of your comments. So thank you so much for being here. Today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com where you can receive a complimentary live stream marketing assessment. So if you're interested in how you can start using live stream video to brand grow and market your business, this would be a great thing for you to take a few minutes to do. And it will only take a few minutes. All you have to do is text pound success to 775-800-4179. Or if you're out of the country, just go to hangout-marketing.com. And you might even qualify for a complimentary shine strategy session with me where I will really walk you through what you need and the shifts you might need to make so that you can really shine online using live stream. So please go ahead and take advantage of that, won't you? Now, today's very special guest is Jeannie Lyons. I'm going to bring her on to you in just a moment, but first I have a very special intro. And what I'd like to do is play that intro for you. And as I do, would you do me a favor? Would you go ahead and help spread the word? Would you go ahead and let other people know about this great interview coming up with Jeannie while I play the preview trailer? And I'll introduce you directly to her in just a moment.
All right, I hope that gave you some time to get the word out to people who might find this important. So if you happen to be someone or you know someone who's kind of struggling with where they're at in their career right now and really want to make a shift, but want to do it, you know, sort of a little stress-free and with some guidance on how to be affected at moving forward in your career and advancing in a way that, you know, helps uplift you and is really resonating with who you are and where you want to go in life, Jeannie's your gal. Jeannie is known as the dream career coach. Yes, and she's going to talk, as I said, about the three biggest mistakes even smart women make when considering a career change. So some of the things that we're going to be discussing today are not knowing what you want to do. Yeah, that can really be a challenge if you want to make a career change that's going to be powerful and effective. Also, she's going to be talking about limiting career change to your current job description. That's one of the mistakes many women make. And finally, we're going to be talking about if you try to make a career change when you're feeling desperate to make it, that might not be the best way to go about it. Jeannie Lyons is the dream career coach. Jeannie, unmute yourself. Come on in and say hi to our audience, won't you? Hi, Virginia. So nice to be here. I love that you're here, Jeannie, because I know you and I know what a professional gal you are and all the years of experience that you've had. And I just think that this is an important topic, maybe now even more than ever before, because we are at a period where all of a sudden there's a lot of people who suddenly have either not been able to work, lost their jobs, or are, have had to work from home. And this might be the time that a lot of them are starting to think, maybe it's time to make a change. What do you think about that? Do you think that's uh, pretty typical right now? Oh, I absolutely think it's pretty typical. And, you know, <clears throat> it's, it's such a great time, actually, to take the opportunity to put effort into your job search or even your career change. Because what I'd like to say is, if you knew what it was you wanted to do, you would have done it already. So I will give some simple tips. However, they're not easy tips, okay? I appreciate, you know, anytime you're gonna make a big change in your life and career change is a big change. That's different than job change, isn't it? Career change is major, major shift. And I think it would help people as we get started to just get an idea of, of how this unfolded for you. I mean, there must be a defining moment in your life when you realize I need a career change and therefore you eventually have moved into what you're doing today, which is helping other people be guided through making an effective career change. So how did this all come about anyway? Well, I came from a very scientific background. I have a uh, three degrees in medical technology and chemistry and biology. And so I was very left brain and very you need to do A, B, C in order to get X, Y, Z. And I have to say that I wasn't very open to anything in other realms, we'll call it. So 
I had a, a life-changing event when I was holding what I thought was my dream job. I mean, I was traveling the world on a first-class expense account. Uh, how does it get any better than that? I had the clothes, I ate the food, and uh, I thought that this, this was it. And what happened to me, Virginia, was that my fiance died two weeks after I got off of a European tour. Mm. And that's when I realized that my priorities were wrong. My values were skewed. And I wasn't holding what I valued uh, to be dear to me. And so I met uh, a woman at my fiance's funeral who gave me a book that opened me up to the universe, essentially. And, th and that was the first step. Uh, because when I was making a career decision, oh, and one month after my fiance passed away, I got fired from my job because I was not part of the new broom that was sw sweeping the corporate clean. Uh, I had gotten, I had a very supportive boss who was replaced. And then of course he wanted to bring in his own team. So here I was at a total loss and was given the opportunity that people can take right now to be able to really dig deep and find out their why. Well, I mean, devastating that you had to go through that all at once. But you're right. It is so often these kind of really major significant moments in our lives that make us step back and ask questions and rethink our life's direction, our life's purpose. So I'm sorry that you really had to go through that, but there's good that comes out of it. We call this the silver lining of things, just like the there are silver linings from what we're all going through right now. Yes, absolutely. And because I was the scientific, very structured person, uh, I wasn't open to these things. And I actually said to myself, when I was considering between two different jobs that were being offered to me, I, I threw up my hands and I said, universe, give me a sign. And I wasn't the kind of person that was able to take subtle signs. I had to be hit right over the head, actually, to be able to get this um, wake-up call, if you will. Well, that sounds like a couple of two-by-fours across your head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Most well, that's, that's to shake things up and get the brain back in balance, I guess, <laughs> since you were so left brain. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I know that that's past you now and you have moved forward in beautiful ways. Uh, but here you are now in a position where you had to ask for guidance and didn't really know where to go. So you opened it up to the universe. I've always felt that there's great information there if you open up to it. But how about this for people that you might be advising or giving some strategies to? Because you said one of the biggest mistakes that women make, even smart women make when considering a career change is that they really don't know 
what they want, or maybe they haven't considered and taken the time to consider it. So what can you share with them around this whole mistake of not knowing what you want? Well, for me, what I advise my clients is to not necessarily look at what it is, but why. Why do you want it? Why do you want to leave what you're doing now? And why do you want to see something else? You know, it's really common for people who are saying, oh, I don't know what I want to do. So the advice that they get is, well, follow your passion. And I'm here to tell you that it's really not following your passion. And let me give you an example of that. My passion is the performing arts. I mean, I go to great lengths to see the ballet or the opera or a musical. That's my passion. And I've actually dabbled in it. I've been in a play. I uh, took tap dance lessons <laughs> when, when I was a kid. That's my passion, but that's not my purpose. And so passion is a feeling, but purpose is your why why you want to change. And unless you look deep into this, like I said, it's simple, but it's not easy because you really need to dig and find your why. Maybe your why is that you want more flexibility in your schedule. Maybe your why is you can't stand your boss or you can't stand corporate anymore. And that's okay but find your why. And, and don't forget to include your indulgent why. You know, do you want to make more money so that you can travel the world? That's okay. Put your indulgent whys in there as well as your more um, didactic whys, we'll call it. So uh, passion is great, but passion may not necessarily pay the bills. Exactly. I am never going to make money being a ballet dancer or a stage actor. So my purpose is to support that passion of mine. So I'm able to make a salary that allows me to, to support my passions. So following your passion is off. If you can get the two of them to go together, that's, that's even better. But following your passion is not as compelling as following your purpose. That is great advice. And I'm wondering how many people have done that, really sat down and made a whole list of the whys. And I like that you also talk about indulgent whys, because I wouldn't think about that. So it's that you're giving people permission to explore beyond, you know, what might be the logical whys into what are some of the emotional whys. And I think that's very wise. <laughs> so, so what else uh, is evolving around this idea that people don't know what they want in a career? Well, you know, uh, they'll say they don't have enough education and they are looking to possibly get another degree or another certificate. And when you're doing your research, once you find your why and you think you know what, then take a deeper look. So I have a very good friend who is, uh, holds a high position and he's a hiring manager 
at a very large, famous uh, high-tech company. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me at one time that, you know, they wanted to hire master's degrees, uh, people who held master's degrees. And then they dropped down to saying, well, uh, we'll accept bachelor's degrees. And now he says, it's just, wow, who can do the job? <laughs> so <laughs> don't count yourself out if you don't have that education. Now, I will have to say that when I was a hiring manager, if all things were equal, then I would take the person with the degree. And the reason I did that was because they, the candidate proved that they could follow through and they had a goal and they met it. So I'm here to say that it's, it's sort of a double-edged sword, but don't count yourself out if you don't have the degree that's listed in the job description. That's really good advice because I think that is a place where some people might say, oh, I'm not even going to bother or apply for that because I don't have the credentials they're talking about. So very, very good advice there, Jeannie. Anything else in this area? Well, you want to utilize your strengths. So a lot of people don't know what might be their strengths. And what I would like I invite you to do is to sit back and think about what do people come to you for? Uh, what do they seek you out for? Those are your strengths. So sometimes it's very difficult for us to do it on our own. So ask, ask your best friend, ask your sister-in-law and find out what your strengths are because that's what you want to lead with. You know, yes, I would love to be a ballet dancer. I would love to see myself on that stage and it's never going to happen. So my strengths are in leading fundraising and being on the boards for nonprofit organizations that support the arts. And that's how I take my passion and utilize my purpose. I think that's really important. And the strengths may not necessarily be around what you've been doing. There's strengths that come from all of life experiences. So that's why you're having them ask other people, what What do you think I'm good for? Good for, I don't know if that's the right term. What do you think I'm good at? What are my strengths? I think that's great. Um, and I think that really leads into the next topic, which is around people limiting themselves to their current job description. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. That's that's the perfect segue, Virginia. So a lot of my clients have been, are established, seasoned, we call them. And they will come to me and they'll say, but I don't know how to do anything else. I've done this job for 10, 20, 30 years. It's the only thing I know. And that's not true. So you want to identify what skills you have from the strengths that maybe your sister-in-law told you about and how to transfer them to a job or a career that you uh, think that you're, is desirable to you. So think about, oh, you know, are you the one that always uh, organizes the family reunion? Are you the one that always manages to take care of uh, crisis situations? Uh, 
and actually sit down and look at those and decide what of those skills can you transfer to a new job or career? So they're not just work skills. And, and don't forget to take in other skills that you might have by picked up through volunteer work or neighborhood organizations or the PTA. And you'll find that you've got a lot more leadership probably than you, than you thought you did. So let me give you an example of that. I had a woman call me for an exploratory call and she was an executive assistant who wanted to move into management. And she didn't feel that she had what it would take to do that. So we sat back and we took a look at what she actually does. All of the events that she managed and how she was able to support her boss shows real leadership. Probably any assistant could probably uh, find the leadership skills to move into to management because they're managing their boss or who they report to. And she was actually surprised. And then on top of all of this, her mother wa uh, was in end of life and she was managing all that care and making sure that her mother had a peaceful transition. So when I was able to draw this out of her, she had her aha moment and thought, wow, I really can do more than what's in my job description. And I do have those characteristics to be able to move into a management position. That is a great example of what you're talking about because it just seems to me that so many people probably do limit their the possibilities of what they could do with their career to what they've been doing, as you say, their current job description. But we gain so many more skills in life by living. We are put into positions that we may be unfamiliar with. And as you say, end of life care, which I've gone through too, there's huge management opportunities to learn at that time and decision-making skills. You are absolutely right. And yet we don't, in general, I think, value those enough. And yet life skills and life experience are probably, I think, should go to the top of the list of what makes you uh, really a great candidate for something. So this is, I hope for all of you listening that you are inspired by this so that you can think and expand your possibilities outside of what you've currently been doing. And uh, Jeannie's just the gal to do that for you because she's had a lot of experience both in her own life and then with uh, coaching other people in her dream, as I call it, dream coach, dream career coaching. So is there anything more you want to say around that? Or did you want to go into the third mistake that women tend to make? Oh, let's go into that third one because it's a big one. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about feeling desperate, feeling desperate to make a change. Like, oh, my God, then I'm afraid you're going to probably accept the wrong thing. That's what I'm thinking you're going to say. <laughs> well, yes, uh, that's so true. So this is what I help my clients do initially because, and look at any of your life situations, when you're coming from a place of desperation, you don't make good decisions. Uh, and what happened with me 
was I, I changed jobs several times and they were all good jobs. But because I was desperate for a job, I took uh, the first good one that came along and didn't take the time to really analyze what it took to make me fulfilled. And that's, that's what it's all about. We spend too much time at work uh, to be unfulfilled. So there's decision-making process that you can go through. And of course you can identify the problem and gather info. Now, let me give the caveat here. If you already knew what information to gather, you wouldn't be wondering how to make that career change or what to make that change to, to become. So there is a caveat in doing this decision because if you knew what you should know, you would have already done it. And this is where I'm asking you, inviting you to get some help from a mentor, a teacher, a coach, because like the woman that I spoke to you about that had the breakthrough call with me, I mean, this was a 20 minute telephone call and she was able to get that aha moment just by getting an objective outside opinion. So go back to your teachers and, and have them help you gather that information because you don't have it, I guarantee you. So you gather your information and then you figure out what criteria you're going to use to judge like, uh, is there a minimum salary requirement? Is there a commute aspect to the job that you're considering? And find out what it is, what criteria you're going to make the judgment with. And then you analyze your choices and evaluate them and jump in. Just make sure that you're not jumping into another fire. <laughs> How very important is that? <laughs> I mean, I know there are, there are circumstances where you just got to do it because you need employment at that point. And that's different than what you're talking about is a career decision. And maybe you will do something temporary um, while you're going through this decision-making process. And it sounds to me like you probably, I'm guessing, have this all kind of laid out for people when you work with them. Uh, and I know they're going to have an opportunity very soon to get some very specific information around uh, the possibility of being able to work with you. But I know you've got some more juicy little strategies and tidbits to share with us around this particular topic. So go ahead on helping people not make desperate change. Right. Now, this may, and, and you're right, Virginia, I, I really love what you just said. Sometimes we just need to pay the bills and it's okay. It's okay to take that job that will get you the money so that you're not worried about that because again, that will lead to feeling desperate. And there's, there's ways that may sound simplistic or pedestrian, around how can you, if, if you're in a work situation that you're dissatisfied with, how can you make it better? And uh, in the gift that I'll be offering your audience later, I, I lay that out for them. And you know, one of them is just being kind. Uh, and when we're coming from a place of happiness ourselves, uh, we 
perpetuate that. So that's, that's the biggest mistake I see people make. They're desperate and they make a bad decision. So I do have uh, some tools around helping to manage stress. And one of them, if I can do a simple demonstration, is called zipping up. And I used to teach this uh, simple tool that takes about 20 seconds to help nurses. I, I taught it in nursing orientation when I worked at a hospital because you're being bombarded by all kinds of negative things often when, when you're working, especially uh, healthcare nurses or anyone. If, if you have a bad boss uh, or if you have a disgruntled coworker that is driving you crazy, well, this is what you can do and it takes about 20 seconds. And it's based on energy meridians. And I'll demonstrate it for you right now so that you, you're going to thump what's called K27. So take your collarbone and go down about two inches and out from your breastbone and tap those points. And that's called K27. And you're gonna do that just for about 20 seconds. If it feels tender to you, then that means that your energy needs to get back into flow and that helps your energy start flowing. Then what you'd want to do is you want to take your two fingers and start from the top of your pubis and actually zip yourself up all the way to the bottom of your lip. And you're going to do that while you're taking a nice slow inhale. So here's what it looks like. We're doing the tapping, starting at the tip top of my pubis and up here to my bottom lip. And you wanna do that three times and take a nice deep breath. What that's going to do is that's going to get your energy flowing, your energy protected so that negative energy is not coming into your field. And what you're tracing when you're doing the zip up is you're tracing what's called the central meridian. And it's as simple as that. So, you know, you might have to duck around a corner or go into a restroom if you don't want to see, want people to see you zipping up, but try that. And there's more, but of course we can't go much more deeply into it right now, but I really invite your audience to try that and see how that helps them to manage their stress. That's so simple. Yes. I love that you've just given this is, hey guys, this is a pack your bag moment in case you hadn't realized it. This takes about 20 seconds to do. And I'm I'm of the belief that you wouldn't have to go around the corner to do it. I, th I think you could be doing this and taking a couple of deep breaths. And you know what? I have been aware at times when this area is tender to the touch. So that's a, that just touching it to reveal that you might need a little zipping up and a little centralized meridian work, I think is great. And of course, I'm chuckling a little bit with you, Jeannie, because your science background, this is, I think this is a blend of science and esotericism myself, but um, that's simple, you guys. So try it and it, 
my goodness, we certainly know all the healthcare workers need um, a boost and protection from the stress they're going through, but so is everyone right now. And I love these simple little strategies because it's not like saying, I've got to go to the gym for an hour. You know, that that's not going to happen often because there's not time. But something like this, if you just recognize, oh my God, I am really feeling overdone, overstressed. I need a break. Now you've got something you can do in 20 seconds. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're you're welcome. And, and that's uh, a lot easier if you're going to try to make your decision to, to maybe do it before you look at that or try to make a decision tree uh, because you want to come from a place that is not one of desperation. You want to be as calm and peaceful as you can be uh, if you're going to make a major life change decision like this. Well, yeah, and that's part of it is the decision-making process itself requires you to be of the right frame of mind. Do you have any tips around that? Well, I do work with, and I do this early on with my private clients, and I help them uh, do a mindset makeover. And I, I use a, a technique called timeline therapy because what I really wish for my clients is to not bring in the past baggage that they have when they're going forward. So I do this process with them to have them be able to eliminate anger, sadness, fear, and guilt so that they're not carrying that forward. And you know, when I learned this technique, it was early on in my training. And so I'm thinking, oh yeah, right, okay. <laughs> this is too right brain for me. And there are techniques that you can do to test to see whether this has been effective. And I'll be doggone Virginia, it was. I couldn't, I couldn't bring back those feelings of, the anger and the sadness anymore. It was just gone. So why not start out with a clean slate if you're going to want to move forward and find a career with meaning and purpose? I love that. And I also love the idea that you were the doubting Thomas, so to speak, and yet realized. And, and that's so true about so many things that I know I found that my guests have shared. Um, some of these simple strategies that can do a quick shift energetically um, with their thought patterns, with the idea that uh, what you're saying is you found out by practicing this, that those old, what I would call stimuli that create energetic responses, you know, anger, hurt, pain, whatever that might be, that if you can desensitize that by doing some kind of reframing or what you call mindset, what did you call it? Mindset makeovers? that your energy is going to shift. And what could be more powerful than that, than to be able to remember something that made you angry or recall something that, that was very painful, but now be able to see it almost as though you're separate from it and you're almost more like an observer of it than you are having to relive it because it's the energy that really throws you off kilter. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, most definitely. You know, there's a, there's a favorite, and I can't quote it exactly because I uh, that comes from Albert Einstein, and it's about energy and the frequency of the energy. So, 
what he's saying is when you reach your the ultimate frequency, that's what you're going to get. So whatever frequency you're you're putting out, for instance, if it's sadness, if it's anger, that's what you're going to get back because you're matching that frequency. And if you don't match that, if you match your frequency of happiness or coming from a good place, then that's that's what you'll get. And he said, it's not, I can't remember what he called it right now. It's not um, poobah or uh, fluff. He said, it's, it's physics. It's just, it's, that is a law. And see, that's how I started to resonate with this was because I could listen to information coming from someone like Albert Einstein and I was able to then accept it into my philosophy. I love it because you're right. He was the ultimate physicist that we've all read about over the years. And he's telling you about energy. And what you're saying is what you go, what comes out of you also reflects back to you. And so I'm sure he had fancy formulas for it. But we, as you say, I learned. I discovered it to be true for me. And therefore, these kind of mindset makeovers, I think I would also think that perhaps that's almost foundational to getting positioned to make a really good career change and good career decision. What do you think about that? Oh, I, I think it's, it's key, Virginia. Uh, you know, a lot of time, and I did this. So what I want to share is that I have gone through this process. I spent tens of thousands of dollars in well over a decade learning all of this. And that's how I came up with the name of my company, Accelerated Synergies. Because when someone works with me together in synergy, we're able to accelerate the process. And I want them to really be able to benefit from the mistakes that I made because I didn't do, this is a secret, I didn't do what I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I it the hard way. Yeah, and in learning the hard way, what a blessing you are to so many other people. That is the beauty of being able to offer your gifts, which you might not have known were your true gifts 10 years ago. Because you had to go through this, didn't you? I did. I did. And like I said, I, I'm the kind of person that needs to get hit over the head with a couple two by fours. And and now I've opened myself up and am so willing to be able to share this with people because it makes it so easy. And not if they go through my process, not only will they find it easier, and it will bring them a, their career with meaning and purpose, but it's going to change their life too. Why don't you say that one more time? Okay. When someone goes through the process and really takes the deep dive to look into what they're seeking right now with their career, I guarantee you it's going to change their life also. Thank you, Jeannie. That's just 
That's very profound. And I want you all to sort of think about this, resonate with it. And to top it all off, Jeannie has a fabulous gift for you so that you have an opportunity to, you know, for free, take the first step in exploring what you might start to do differently in order to move toward your dream career that truly could transform your life. So Jeannie, I'm going to bring it up. Uh, I'm going to bring the link up for the, and then while they look at the link so they can make sure they write it down, don't worry, I'll also be putting the link down there where you can directly click on it. But this is also for people who are listening to this via podcast, etc. So I'm going to share the link and you tell them what this special gift is all about. If you want Jeannie's gift, you're going to go to hmtips.com forward slash genie gift and genie spelled J-E-A-N-N-E gift. hmtips.com forward slash genie gift. Tell them, Jeannie, what this is all about. Well, what I've created, Virginia, for them to, for your audience to be able to get started is a checklist. And I went totally through the alphabet. So it's the A, B, C's of career change checklist. And it starts out obviously with A, and I'll give you a hint, A is for action, because this is counterintuitive to some people. Action gets you clarity and not the other way around. So don't wait for clarity before you take action. So all the way to Z, there are tips, 26 of them, to get you on the right foot to get started and to really start thinking about how to get your career with meaning and purpose. How wonderful is that? I love it. All you need to do is go to hmtips.com forward slash genie gift, J-E-A-N-N-E gift, and you'll be able to get her checklist starting with the A for action. So the first A action I suggest you take is to go there and pick up her gift. If you've been struggling at all with where do I go from here in my life? If you've been thinking, I'm not fully satisfied with what I'm doing or the career path that I'm on, this is the gal to help guide you to some answers. And as she said, it's because she's already lived it. And she's made the mistakes she doesn't want you to make. And so she, that's why we work with mentors and coaches is because they've already lived through the mistakes they don't want you to make. So Jeannie's uh, providing a really special gift for you. I don't usually see gifts with uh, the ABCs of 26 tips on how to make a career change that's going to be satisfying and uplifting. And I know you've used some other terminology, but uh, I am so grateful for you, Jeannie, to take the time to be with us and share this information with everyone here. I want to hear from all of you. I really want to know if this is something you've been struggling with. And let us know what the biggest stumbling blocks have been for you. We will definitely get back to you with some responses to those questions and concerns. And I really look forward to hearing from you and getting your feedback about today's interview with Jeannie. Jeannie, again, I want to thank you so much for being here with us. And do you have any final wrap it all up kind of words you want to leave with our with our viewers today? Oh, gosh. Okay. There 
there is no shame, there is no disgrace in losing a job, particularly in this climate. So don't take it personally. Don't use it. Don't use your feeling of rejection. Consider it a feeling of protection. So remember, you can be whatever it is you want to be. You can leave your legacy and it's never too late to start. That is a beautiful, beautiful ending. I want to thank everyone for being here and thank Jeannie for her giving her special time and talents and strategies to all of you. And I want to say goodbye for now and say thank you for joining us today. And I will see you on the next Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Bye-bye now. Thanks so much for watching today. Do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show? Or would you like to be a guest on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show? Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message and I can't wait to interview you.